0: Hi, I'm Reese Waters. I'm a producer and co-founder at Podstarter, and I'm here to share four ways you can stop podfate. A lot of people will launch a podcast and become instantly overwhelmed by the amount of information that is out there and the guidance that you can see that is free in podcasts like this or on YouTube channels or social media or everywhere. Everyone's talking about making podcasts and it's easy to get very overwhelmed. So knowing what you should focus on is really important because you're going to end up looking at microphones for hours and you don't necessarily need to do that. So we've got four really basic tips to stop... The chances of pod fade for you and and for the slow grind to a halt and the eventual death of your podcast um, which sounds dramatic but it happens to the majority of podcasts so if you're really into this and you really want to do it we want to make sure that we're giving you the best tools to avoid wasting your time making five episodes and then never coming back to your passion project and the first one is passion is key So above all else, you need to be talking about something that you love, something that is close to your heart and something that you have energy, passion and commitment for. Podcasting will take a lot of your time up and podcasting will take a lot of your energy up. So to achieve the goals you have in mind, you need to make sure that you have a very strong reason to be there. Think of that passion as the fuel that will get you to 50 episodes, 100 episodes, 200 episodes. Are you still going to be happy talking about this topic in three years time? Or are you going to be running out of ideas and steam? And that will really help you frame whether you're passionate enough to do this. And also the audience is not stupid. They want authenticity. They know if you're faking it. And they know if you don't care about the thing that you're talking about. So imagine episode 300 of something you don't care about. You don't want to be there. They won't want to be there either. The second tip is be sustainable. I think I've illustrated enough that, um, you know, it can, it can take a lot of energy and time from your life. So design a sustainable, realistic workflow that will actually not upend your entire life. Promising a new show every day for the rest of your life will not give you balance or a healthy existence, it will lead to exhaustion and stress. I have done daily shows. And I promise you that after doing 25 of them in a row for three years in a row, uh, once a year, I am ready to never do that again. So make sure that you're thinking about how you're able to deliver high quality content on a regular basis. And how regular that is should be dictated by how much time you can actually give. Because for audience building, consistency really does matter. So think, is it going to be weekly? Is it going to be bi-weekly? Is it going to be monthly? Is it just one-off? Think about producing seasons, for instance, as well. So maybe you'll, you'll work half the year uh, on the podcast without releasing anything, and then you'll release for six months and, and focus on the promotion instead. So you get those breaks to regroup and plan. Having a weekly show every week myself, it's a conveyor belt. And you do have to stay on it. And if you get sick or something happens, you do have to sometimes say, hey, um, I'm, I'm really struggling and we're probably going to take a little break for a while. And that can be fine if you've got a good rapport with your audience. But if you're just starting out, that could derail you. The first time that happens on maybe your fifth or sixth episode, you might never come back to it because you haven't set that regular pattern. The third tip is to build it right. So when we say build it right, we talk about building the format of your show. So you're going to have to repeat this format several times. Or maybe you don't want to repeat your format. Maybe you want to reinvent it every time. That in itself is like a whole other bunch of work. But I'm assuming that, that you want some kind of consistent regularity with the style and the tone of your show. So how complex is it to make one episode? Is it just you talking into a microphone on your own like I am right now? Is there a guest? Is there two guests? Is there three guests? Like a roundtable discussion? Are there multiple voices, music, archive audio, sound effects? Is there scripts being read by actors? Are you looking to record sound in the field and you need to hang out of a tree? I don't know. It's your creative vision. But the one thing you need to be able to understand is the more complex your production, the more work is going to take, and that could affect how regularly you release. So to set yourself up for a win, think about the complexity of your show when you're thinking about how often you want to release. Don't just look at, I like this show and they release every third Thursday. That's got nothing to do with you and what you're trying to achieve. So think about how many guests you need to find every week or every month. Think about whether it's better just to anchor it with yourself or a friend who is always available and lives locally or is remote and is always accessible and the time zone matches with you as well. It will save you a lot of headaches because a lot of interview-based shows uh, have a great start they make a list of 10 guests they get to the 30th 40th show and they're starting to struggle to find voices and to keep that database of names updated and find interesting guests who aren't there just to fill the space they want every episode to be really good so think about building your show the right way Fourth key tip is to manage priorities. So don't spend all of your time prioritizing LED lights, fancy microphones, uh cameras, multi camera angles, all this kind of stuff. And this might be even before you've even released. Put the initial time into making your show as high a standard as possible. Um, promotion should not be an afterthought. It needs just as much attention as the actual production of the show. You look at a Hollywood movie, they'll spend half on making it, half on promoting it. And that's both of those halves add up to be quite a lot of money. Typically you'll be doing this on a smaller scale and maybe your expense is time, but you really need to think about promotion. If you want to start to nurture that audience and to grow it, I don't mean you're looking for that incredible growth that suddenly you're a millionaire overnight from podcasting. I just mean that you actually want people who really care about what you're talking about to find you. Uh, and, And that's where you want to put the attention really, because you want to build your audience. You want to build your community, and spending time and energy and effort to go where they are and present your show to them is going to be a big factor honestly i feel like when you get good feedback from a listener that is like rocket fuel you go wow somebody listened to this and they got what i was trying to say and it was of value to them and you want to try and build towards those interactions which means often finding where they are and then reaching out to them So I hope that this has not been another overwhelming podcast list and you've learned from these tips. I hope they genuinely help you with your show. If you're struggling and you need somebody like the Podstarter team to help you out, go to podstarter.io. We have an amazing team who work on strategy, production, distribution, promotion of podcasts, and we would love to work with you.